It is Thursday. Thursday. And I am ready to have some drinks. Welcome to another edition of the Walkway to Fight Club. It is Thursday, August the 12th, 2021. I am Stephen Milhausen from DAZN, and man, you guys are making me blush. I was looking at some numbers before we came on, and, and you guys just keep downloading. Thank you. Wow. My mind is blown. I thank you so much. It means a whole hell of a lot. It's greatly, 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 greatly appreciated. I don't know how you guys are doing it. You're taking a no-name podcast and making it something. And that means a lot. Thank you so much. It is greatly appreciated. We didn't put much up this week. It was We did a an interview with former NFL star Sean Merriman. And the audio from the Manny Pacquiao, Jordanus Ugas, virtual pre-fight press conference, which the fight takes place on next Saturday night from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. I leave in five days. I'm excited. Finally get on that airplane. Get back on the road. Got some new equipment sitting right to the left of me. Got my road equipment. I'm going to have to test it out here in the next few days. Got a road mic. A new camera. And a board. A little mini portable board. So this is going to be fun. I'm looking at it right now. This thing is small. It is great. I love it. I can't wait to open the boxes and take a looky-looky. We got a great guest today. Rising. Welterweight star, to me, he's in the top six, seven in the world. The great Virgil Ortiz Jr., he returns to the ring for the second time in 2021 on Saturday night at the practice facility of the Dallas Cowboys. Catch that exclusively on the zone, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Five Pacifics, he takes on former welterweight title challenger, Mean Machine. It's a big fight for Virgil Ortiz, man. We'll get into that in a few moments, but a couple housekeeping notes real quick. Do what you guys are doing. Subscribing, downloading, rating, reviewing, doing all that cool shit. Keep doing it. It's make, trust me. Making a big, 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 big difference. So just keep doing your thing. Hit that subscribe button. Then download. As soon as you subscribe, as soon as a podcast drops, you guys are the first to get it. You can start listening. You can tell your friends, tell your fan, tell your moms, your dads, your wives, your husbands, your brothers, your sisters, your grandmas, your grandpas, your aunts and uncles, your cousins. The neighbor across the street, the neighbor on each side of you, the person at the supermarket, the gas station, the ball game, social media. And that's one thing I got to do a better job at is putting these on social media. But I want to thank everyone that's been listening. My God, you guys are just rocking it. It means a lot. It's appreciated. Thank you. But Virgil Ortiz, he's on the verge of becoming a superstar. And I love the progression that 
Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions, how they brought him along. Slowly bringing him up and then starting to put him in big fights. You know, he had the, the fight in February. He stopped Mo Hooker. Now he's got a world title challenger who arguably, I felt like, and so a lot of other people, knocked down Terrence Crawford in, 2000, in their title fight in 2019. So I feel like this is a tough test. We're going to learn a lot here, I think, about Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz does something during this interview that is really awesome. So I want to want to make sure you guys hear that because it's something that's never happened. And anything I have done in over 11 years now, so it's definitely quite something. And quite something to hear what Virgil Ortiz did during this interview. But we talked about a lot of things. We talked about Terrence Crawford. We talked about the welterweight division. Not too kind thoughts towards Keith Thurman. But that's not a surprise these days. A lot of people, which I think Keith has no one to blame but himself for that one. Also, just what he feels a win does for him on Saturday night. And I think that's very, very key. And what was one of Virgil Ortiz's favorite games, video games, growing up? A whole delving into like 13, 14 minutes of an interview. But we got a lot in. We packed a lot in. Enough of me. Here is welterweight sensation. He's 17 to know, 17 wins by knockout. Virgil Ortiz Jr. That man right there really doesn't need an introduction. We can just stop the interview and we can just talk about other things in the world. But he's got a big fight coming up, returning on next Saturday night out at the home of the, da- the practice facility of the Dallas Cowboys. He's facing me, Machine, the one and only Virgil Ortiz Jr. And Virgil, me and you have something in common today. You got that Nike hat on, and I got a Nike shirt on. So we're we're having a good day so far. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> How, how's everything going, buddy? It's been a while since we chatted. So how, how's everything been hanging out for you? Yeah, everything's been good. You know, we've had a, a long training camp, a long, uh, hard-working training camp. Everything's been good. How much time did you take from the Mo Hooker fight to when it looked like you were going to be having this fight coming up next Saturday? Uh, it wasn't too long. I'm always in the gym, you know, um, I'm, I'm always just getting, I'm staying ready, you know, cause I don't like to get ready. I stay ready. And I started training camp. I went over to California, like in the beginning of June, but I was already training before that. Man, you, you get a lot of hometown cooking here. You're going from the Dickies arena. You're not going too far here. You're going, you're going home to the Cowboy, that practice facility of the Cowboys. Yeah. How'd you get that? Must be good to be in the Virgil Ortiz business. Uh, you know, it feels great. You know, uh, yeah, that's the that's the second time I'm fighting there. The first time I fought outside of it. This time I'm fighting inside of it as the main event. So it feels good. You a Cowboys fan? And please tell me yes. Yes. <laughs> What's going to happen this year with our Cowboys, Virgil? Because I am a diehard. I'm in Chicago, but I was born and raised on the Cowboys. So. Is that going to be back and we're going to get to the playoffs or are we going to struggle again? Hey, you got to hope for the best. You know, you, you got to go all the way. It's, it's go hard or go home. So, Super Bowl. I'm going to hold you to that, Virgil Ortiz. When we get to <laughs> – when we get around time for your next fight, hopefully by the end of the year, we – hopefully we're talking oh, about yeah. a playoff berth. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
you know, you know, you look at the Mo Hooker fight and everyone's like, is this the test? Is this the guy that we're going to, we're going to really going to find out a lot about Virgil Ortiz. And I thought we found out pretty quickly. It didn't take long to figure out that you belonged. You were in the upper echelon at 147. Did that even performance surprise you or did, were you expecting to get him out of there right when you did? I mean, uh, I think I was, I was expecting maybe a longer fight, but yes, uh, I, I think it kind of went the way I thought it was going to go. How did you handle that pressure? You know, cause you looked at, it was a high stakes fight. You're fighting in your home state. How do you how do you handle that? And you're in the main event slot, and you, you know, a couple times now you've been in the main event. How were you able just to channel everything and just stay focused on Mo Hooker? Uh, well, you know it doesn't it doesn't feel as pressure to me. It feels like it just feels like motivation. Uh, as far as being focused, that's that's all I do. You know, that's there's really nothing else for me to not be focused on. You know, I I got the guitar, but. I do that on my free time and I, you know, I don't even do it as long as I do boxing, you know, I do it for maybe like an hour or two and that's it. You know, I don't go out. I don't do nothing. So staying focused is easy. Favorite song that you use that you play on the guitar on the guitar right now. Um, I would have to say, I think it's uh Europa by Santana right now. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty Santana. good one. Are you a Santana fan? Yeah. Oh, I love Santana. Yeah. What, what was it about the guitar? Because I find it quite fascinating. I find guys, a lot of fighters I talk to, whether it's in MMA or boxing, a lot of them like golf. Golf's like really the go-to. So what was it about the guitar that you're like, all right, this is going to keep me relaxed. I'm not, I'm not going to have to think about training and I don't have to really think about the fight. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I just feel like everyone likes music. You can, you can leave your, leave your mark on music, whether it be big or small, just you know, I, I made a song and it's it really like just me knowing that I was capable of making a song, even if I don't think it's that good. Like, dude, I did that. I made that. You know, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool to me. Now, what's it now? See, you said a song. What's the name of the song? It, it doesn't have a name. It doesn't even no. have any lyrics. It's just straight up music. <laughs> you got to give it a name. No name. You got to come up with the name soon. It's hard. It's hard because there's no lyrics or nothing. It's just straight up, really? straight up music. Hmm. Can you give us a? Where's the guitar right now? Uh, it's right there. You play? Can you I, play a riff? Yeah, I, can, I mean, yeah. Give me, give me like. You know how much the zone's gonna love me in the fact that I'm gonna get Virgil Ortiz eight days before his fight, ringing up a riff of the old guitar. What do you want to hear? What would you you play whatever you feel like, my friend? Let me see. Let's turn it on real quick. I tell you right now, Virgil, you're not gonna get this anywhere else. This is great. Virgil Ortiz, ladies and gentlemen. About the bust out the guitar. Oh, I did do some Europa just because I mentioned it already. Awesome.
Yeah, some, some ah, Virgil Ortiz, right ladies and gentlemen, your future <laughs> welterweight champion of the world. Wow. How long have you been playing for? Um, I think I, I got my first guitar after the fifth grade. And then, oh, wow. you know, I just messed around with it, you know, just just doing whatever I could. And then I started playing it a lot in high school. And then okay. this year I got a new guitar and really started taking it kind of seriously. What was it about the guitar? Was it something you've seen on TV, a family member that was playing or? I, I think what got me into guitar is Guitar Hero, to be honest. Guitar oh, Hero is fun. Yeah. yeah. Which edition do you like? Do you have a favorite one or no? Uh, well, I, it's probably the first one I got is Guitar Hero 3. And I mean, everyone says that's the best one. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, you look at everything going on with you, and it seemed like I know Golden Boy, they were trying to kick the tires. You wanted Terrence Crawford. I know they were. there were some preliminary talks about a fight with Terrence Crawford, and it ended up with Mean Machine where – were you disappointed that you didn't get that Terrence Crawford fire? Do you feel like Mean Machine is the, the next step up in your progression to get to that point? Well, yeah, of course, you know, I would have taken the the Crawford fight. But, yeah, Mean Machine is, is the next step up. You know, hopefully I pass with flying colors. And if, if I do good this fight, then it leaves no doubt that I'm ready for that Crawford fight. Did you watch the Mean Machine fight with Terrence Crawford just to kind of get an idea yeah. about him yeah. or – what did you make of his fight? It seemed like, no, a lot of people felt, including myself, that he did knock down Terrence Crawford in that fight. Even though he lost, you know, he did have his moments in that fight. What do you yeah. make of his skill set? No, he has, he's a good skill set. You know, he's sneaky. He's a, he's a little awkward, which, which kind of makes uh, fighters difficult. You know, awkward fighters make difficult fights. And, uh, yeah, he's just he's a, he's a threat to look out for. Does he, on paper and watching film, does he look tougher than Mo Hooker? Um, I don't know about tougher. You know, tougher is tough is a strong word. You know, it can go different ways. Is he does he hit harder? Can he take a punch better? You you don't you just never know. But uh, does he look a little you know a little meatier, a little bigger? Yeah, I would say that. What point do you feel like you need to prove in this fight? Because it, it, it's this is another high stakes fight, another like we said earlier, another progression. What do you feel is on the line here, just besides your undefeated record? Um, I mean, I mean, everything's on the line. You know, I got my belt on the line, got the undefeated record on the line, I got my KO streak on the line. Really, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna box. I wanna look good doing, doing it. I wanna win. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just go in there and do what I do best. What do you make of welterweight right now? Because it seems like there's this big log jam. You got Pacquiao Spence coming up here in a couple weeks in Vegas. Then you got Terrence Crawford. It looks like it's going to be Crawford and Sean Porter sometime in the fall. Where do you feel you fall after those four guys? Um, you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard. You know, you got, you got Spence, you got Pacquiao, you got Crawford, Porter. Danny Garcia is not in the mix anymore. You got Thurman, but Thurman hasn't fought in two years. I don't even know if it's safe to include him in, in the top 10 anymore. Um, I would say not not that far behind at all. I would I would be maybe like five or six. No would more than make, seven, in my opinion. What'd you make of him pretending he didn't know who you were? Who? Keith Thurman. You oh, and I mean, Boutinus, you and Boutinus, he acted like he doesn't even know who you guys are on the street. I don't know. 
I don't know. You know, some people don't don't watch boxing like that. You know, he could be telling the truth, but at the same time, you know, we're we're pretty up there. I'm pretty up there in the welterweight division, so I'm not sure how true that is, but I, I really don't know. I kind of don't care. It's all right. <laughs> You know, this stuff, we haven't chatted in a while. You know, you're, you've always been very mild-mannered. You're not that guy that's going to go out and you're not going to spew trash. You're, you know, you're just – you're a pretty even-keeled guy. Where do you get that from? I, I mean, I don't get it from anywhere, really. I guess just that's that's just how I am. You know, I don't – I'm not really a shit talker or anything like that. That's, that's just me. Two more questions, Virgil, and thank you so much for the time today. It's greatly mm-hmm. appreciated, and – what does a win do here? How, how much closer do you does this fight get you to the ultimate goal for yourself? Well, right now, I, I feel like right now I'm I'm more than ready for a world title shot. And if a, if I get a win, this next fight that not only does it show, not only does it prove that I'm ready, but they can't tell me no anymore. You know, you can't you can't keep pushing the fight like oh no no fight this guy fight this guy no I'm ready, we're right here. So it's is next fight for you in your mind, is it title shot or bust? Or do you feel like just the way it seems like these fights are playing out, you may have to take one more, like a stay busy fight per se, before you can get what you want. I mean, if it was up to me, this fight would be the title fight. So definitely after this fight, I should get it. And we'll end with this. Is it knockout or bust? You, you talked about the knockout streak earlier. Is that something you feel like you you're you're going to look for? Or do you feel oh, no. like you, you just let that naturally come to you? Because I know every fighter is different when it comes to the KO. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, when I first started my career, I would look for it. And um, in my opinion, I didn't really like those knockouts. Uh, when the knockouts came uh, later in my career, they came naturally. And in my opinion, they looked better. He returns next Saturday night at the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas. You catch it live and exclusively on the zone. He faces me, Machine, Virgil Ortiz Jr. Virgil, it's been a long time since we chatted. Thank you so much, my friend. The best of luck next Saturday night. And hopefully by the end of the year, we're talking about a world title fight and our Cowboys winning the division and heading to the playoffs. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having right. me. All right, thank you, sir. A huge, huge, huge thank you to Virgil Ortiz Jr. as he takes on Mean Machine this coming Saturday night out in Frisco, Texas. You can catch it exclusively on zone, beginning at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain Time, and 5 Pacific. Want to thank Golden Boy Promotions PR and also DAZN's Boxing PR for helping coordinate the interview. It was a little bit of a rough patch there. Trying to get Virgil, but we got him. We locked him in. Got some good time. And don't forget, read my article I did with Virgil Ortiz at the zone. One of my, I like writing stuff like that. To me, that's fun. You know, it's different ways you can write stuff. I like writing that way for a lot of boxing stuff and MMA stuff. So definitely give that a roll. Go to thezone.com forward slash news. A lot of good stuff with Virgil Ortiz and I'm more interested in him. I don't know why. Because he hasn't fought in over two years. But I wouldn't mind me some Virgil Ortiz and Keith Thurman. And Thurman's been very dismissive of young Virgil, young, the young 23-year-old upstart. I can get it. But this fact that Keith Thurman thinks he can just keep big-brothering everybody. 
Keith Thurman's done a lot more talking than he has fighting. And that's where I have a major problem with these days with Keith Thurman. People want to see you talk. People want to see you fight. I like watching Keith Thurman fight. I think Keith Thurman's a good fighter. At one time, he was on top of the mountain at 147 pounds. And it wasn't that long ago. Now it's Errol Spence. It's Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford, Ugas. And I think Virgil Ortiz is right after Ugas. You know, and then it's Thurman, the Garcias, the mean machines of the world. I, I think this is a big fight for Virgil Ortiz. I think a win. I don't think a win gets him what he wants, which is a title shot next. And the only reason I say that is Pacquiao's fighting Ugas next Saturday. It seems like the winner is going to face Errol Spence. Because I don't see Manny Pacquiao, if he wins, I don't see Manny Pacquiao walking away with, with his last win or loss being against Jordanus, Jordanus Ugas. He wants that big fight, whether it's Errol Spence whether it's Terrence Crawford, we shall see. Because Manny Pacquiao does have a one-fight option with the PBC after this fight coming up next weekend. So we shall see. But Virgil Ortiz does deserve a big fight next. The progression has been really good. I want to continue to see that. But the problem has always been where it's going to be. Is PBC going to be willing? And this is where I don't understand why they don't play ball, and it's a question I'm going to ask next, next week. Because we have to – got to be realistic. You're, you can only face each other so many times before people get, people are already getting irritated. The WBO had to mandate Sean Porter and Terrence Crawford. And we know why. But – a big thank you to Virgil Ortiz. He was fantastic. His guitar skills. Europia from musical legend Carlos Santana. That was really, really cool. So something I had never experienced before. I hope you guys definitely enjoyed that. Next week is going to be nuts because this is the last podcast of the week. Next week is going to be nuts. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be nuts. But I can guarantee you one podcast next week. It's going to be, I think, Tuesday. Really doesn't need an introduction. But after the first podcast I had done, Fight Club Chicago, after that took off, made that into a juggernaut, top-ranked podcast on iTunes, took a break, then I brought it back. And the podcast I brought it back with was an interview I did with our guest on, guest on Tuesday. It's either going to be Monday or Tuesday. I'm leaning towards Tuesday. Bill Goldberg will be a guest next week. He will be on for Tuesday. He'll either be late Monday or early Tuesday. I'm trying to decide. I think it's going to be early Tuesday because I will be on an airplane. So I'll pre-record everything 
like Monday night, and then Bill Goldberg will be live for two, first thing Tuesday morning. Bill Goldberg challenges the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam next Saturday night from Allegiant Stadium, the home of the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm talking to Bill on Friday. Now, it has been four years, over four years, since I have talked to Bill Goldberg. Over five years, I take that back. We made a lot of noise. It was to promote a glory kickboxing event that he was going to be a part of. And I remember it so vividly. I was, I reached out. It's not no, you know, the worst they could tell me is no. And then I remember it was, I went to get don't, uh, coffee. My wife was at work. So I'm like, man, I was in the mood for a coffee. So I went and got a coffee. I was driving home. And a PR guy called. And he's like, hey, he's like, Bill has time in like 10 minutes. I'm like, well, I need like 20 He's like, all right. He's like, Bill will have about 20, 25 minutes. And we ended up going for like 35 minutes. And Bill was great. But the comments that made a lot of noise were his comments towards Triple H and Vince McMahon. For how that run went in 2003, 2004. Those comments made a lot of noise to the point to where Bill Goldberg was on. (laughs) WWE reached out after he had made his comeback. In 2016, you're like, hey, we're doing a documentary. Could we use the interview, parts of the interview? I'm like, sure. So we worked out a deal. And very, everything people say about WWE, they're easy to work with. From my experiences with the WWE, very, very easy. Great people. And I said, sure. I remember talking to Mill one more time after that. We had a good we've actually no, I talked to him twice. And we've had a really we've had a couple good chuckles about it. And we'll have a couple good chuckles coming up tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know who else I'm talking to next week. Um I've been told there's gonna be media events. I'm gonna be getting some interviews. I don't know who I'm gonna be talking to. So I, I'm just ex- I think I'm gonna do like uh there'll be at least be a daily podcast. What that entails, I don't know yet. I haven't. But I know I'm going to do a blog. Like a, like a running blog of the week. I'm trying to think of like an appropriate title. But I'll be at the press conferences for um, WWE. I know everything WWE is doing, I'm going to be at. Everything for Pacquiao spent, for Pacquiao Ugas. I'm going to be running crazy. It's going to be a bonkers week. I don't know how I'm going to make time for anything. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. And I'm staying at the MGM Grand for the first time, so that's going to be fun. My whole goal is to stay at places I've never stayed at before. I've never stayed at the MGM Grand. So, I got a good deal on it, too. And the airfare. God bless you, Southwest Airlines. (laughs) But don't forget. Subscribe to Walkway to Fight Club. It's simple, guys. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club, and boom, hit that subscribe button, and bam, all the interviews. The one we, the one we'll have with Virgil Ortiz, Sean Merriman. I mean, there's everything. And I was just kind of looking today. 
the Young Bucks, John Moxley. Um, <laughs> I know losing Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, Eric Bischoff. Actually, two interviews with John Moxley. Um, Brett Baker, your AEW Women's Champion, Chris Jericho. T.J. Dillashaw, Corey Sanhagen, Rey Mysterio, Natalia, Jake Paul. Notice I went, I didn't even name Jake Paul right away. And I'm talking to Jake Paul. Actually, I'll probably be talking to Jake Paul in two weeks. But a lot of cool stuff, guys. So subscribe. It's simple. Type in Walkway to Fight Club. Download. Listen. Rate the podcast. Give it five stars. And also leave a nice, kind review. It helps us move up in the rankings. And I can continue doing this for free for you guys. But thank you guys for a great week. It's been a kick-ass week. Thank you for all the downloads, all the subscribing. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Next week, guaranteed, Bill Goldberg will be in the house. And I don't know who else. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be bonkers. Going to be ready for Las Vegas. This is Steven Mielhausen. I will talk to you guys early next week. Have a safe safe and a happy weekend, and be safe. Be careful. Peace. I'm out of here.